Hi, everybody. Welcome to the show. I'm Valerie Z, the founder of Spiritual Cardio, a 10-week group coaching program that teaches women how to make peace with their inner truth and practice self-love, where we heal in community by interrogating our inner demons until they lose power over us. I'm bringing you the powerful spiritual practices that helped birth my transformation because I want the same for you. I'm going to teach you how to build a love story with yourself and your inner child. So let's go. I'm sure you guys know by now how much I love doing this show. I pour my heart and soul into each episode to create a ripple effect of healing and self-awareness in the world. And you guys can help me make that little ripple into a wave. So I ask that if you find value in this episode or if you had any aha moments or if you think people need to hear this, or if the show helps you navigate your life in a more positive direction, please share the show. It would mean so much to me if you would do that. And now let's get into it. Hi, everybody. This is Valerie Z, and this is episode 18 of the Spiritual Cardio Podcast. Thank you so much for sticking with me. I know I've been MIA for a bit, but I'm back. And I'm ready to share with you the trials, tribulations, and most importantly, the learning lessons of 2023. This year was so challenging that all the inner work I've done took a backseat. I tried to hold on, and sometimes in desperation, there were many moments of loneliness and shame and pain And then, of course, the self-judgment and perfectionism comes in, saying, I should know better, right? You've done so much work on yourself, so you should know how to handle these types of situations. But here's the thing. We all have breaking points, right? We all have meltdowns. No matter where we're at in life or how much work we've done on ourselves, we can all break. We all bleed red. And I guess what I've learned this year is to be more vulnerable, to reach out to those who love you without an agenda. Reach out to those who love you who don't have an agenda. And love, genuinely love, but don't force it. I've also learned that trying to fill a void can blind you to red flags So be careful with that. And then, this is a big one, look at your mistakes through a lens of curiosity and compassion. Because the lens of judgment and shame is a painful one and it keeps us stuck. It makes things 10 times worse. I also learned that kneeling down in prayer with humility and asking God to guide me to give me the courage to release control will help. And it's interesting because I've done a lot of this in the past, so this is 
nothing new, but sometimes things happen in our life that remind us of these things that our soul already knows, and we have to reestablish that connection again to our higher selves. So humility and prayer is such a tremendous help. Sometimes we want to do things our way, which complicates things because we're driven by our ego. But if we allow God to lead us, our destiny unfolds. Easier said than done, but doable. So in a nutshell, that's what's been going on. That's been the silver lining that I've been contemplating recently. There were health issues that came up. I had surgery. My body didn't quite respond the way I wanted it to after the surgery. So then I had to deal with how that affected me physically and my physical life, right? I love to work out. I work out often, like four or five times a week. So I had to switch it up. I had to find something else that was going to feed my mental health because for me working out feeds my mental health and then of course in personal life there's relationship stuff I had to deal with a setback in that category which wasn't fun but what it did lead me to which is amazing and I'm grateful for that is that it led me back to therapy to look at relationship patterns in my history and how I can do better next time. So that is the silver lining is that things will set us back. Things will hurt and we want to beat ourselves up. We want to, and I did at first, but if you can find the courage to find the answers within yourself and therapy helps a lot with that. So I do have the courage to look at myself. I have to check myself because I want to look at myself sometimes through a lens of judgment and I should this, I should that, would have, should have, could have, right? So I can be my own worst critic. So we have to be careful with that because it will keep us stuck. But also... If you can find the courage to look at yourself, aside from the judgment, I'm saying like really look at yourself with a sense of curiosity, with a desire to learn more about yourself, then we can start changing things. Then we can start to become better people, more cognizant of our behavior, and do better next time. I want to do better next time. I don't want to fill voids and ignore red flags. This year I've had some shame surface and I thought I dismantled that a long time ago. It created anxiety and depression. I had to sit with it long enough to remember that although I'd worked on it in the past, it's not always completely gone. Something can trigger those old wounds. So healing and inner work (laughs) isn't linear. I've said this before. I had to be reminded of that. Things happen in life that can trigger it. Hard lesson here, right? If we're not grounded in our spiritual practice, 
in our faith, things like this will spiral and they will throw us off. And I've realized that perfectionism hides shame. And to allow myself to look at my imperfections without justifying them revealed an element of shame that I guess had been hidden. So I sat with it, journaled about it, learned about it, tried to understand. And most importantly, I was radically honest with myself about it. And in being honest with myself, I was able to see how it led me to be self-centered and reactive. Yeah, this year was crazy. There were moments where I cried out in agony, letting it all out. All the shame, guilt, just feelings of not being good enough, like all of that had to come out. It shattered the ego. (laughs) And one thing's for sure though, is all of that crying, right? Tears are cleansing. Crying is necessary to gain clarity kind of returns us back to baseline. And even if we have to do it again and again, we do gain clarity from it. And asking God for help sees us through it. Hey ladies, are you curious about doing your inner work? Are you ready to dig deep and start loving yourself on a spiritual level? Are you interested in reaching a higher level of consciousness? If so, then this may be just what you're looking for. Spiritual Cardio is a course in transformational wisdom that combines traditional spiritual practices with real life experience. At Spiritual Cardio, we heal in community where we can be vulnerable and raw because when one woman speaks her truth, she begins to heal and she opens the door for another woman to speak hers. At Spiritual Cardio, every lesson is designed with you in mind. That includes practical tools with relatable real-life examples. At Spiritual Cardio, we help identify and release energetic blocks so that you can become the architect of your destiny. Head over to ValerieZapeta.com to read the powerful testimonials from previous clients and register for an upcoming session. Group and one-on-one coaching is available. All sessions are live and in real time. Now back to the show. So, yeah, I'm back in therapy and I'm looking at things that I realize I've never explored in therapy before. So as we evolve, as life happens and we do work on ourselves, there are things that happen throughout that make something surface within us where we have these aha moments of, oh, oh shoot, I've never done work around that. I've never done work around divorce or abandonment. I've done a lot of inner work and therapy around childhood sexual abuse, but I've never done work around my relationship history and how that ties in to my parents' dynamics, right, and their marriage. So that's what I'm exploring right now. It's uncomfortable because there is a personal inventory that needs to be acknowledged, it gets uncomfortable, right? Because things happen in childhood that are beyond our control. So I've done work around that, but things that happen as an adult, that's where it gets uncomfortable because 
know, I was in my 20s or 30s. And so the self-judgment creeps in during every session. It's like, well, I should have known better. So I'm also becoming very self-aware of the inclination towards perfectionism for me. And that's where the self-judgment gets triggered. So what happened next? As I got grounded in my spiritual practice again, the clarity started setting in. And I loved myself through it. I started taking better care of my health. I started being really careful with what I put into my body through diet. I think our most necessary growth, and I've said this in previous episodes, it arrives wrapped in thorns, but it ushers us back to God back to our spirituality and that humbles us because we've stopped resisting. I ask God for clarity, for guidance, and compassion. With all of this being said, I just want to tell you that despite the work that you do on yourself, please keep going. Things will happen where you will feel broken, alone, but you're not alone. So that's why I wanted to share all of this with you, is that you are not alone in your suffering. We can all break, we can all bleed sometimes, and life will throw us curveballs, but if we can have just a little bit of courage to evaluate ourselves and the roots of that behavior, just out of curiosity though, not to judge, just to understand, like. That's the beginning of healing, is to understand. And then if we can throw in a little bit of humility in there and pray to ask God for guidance, to ask God to enter our life and to enter our heart so that we may be led by spirit and not by our ego or what we think we want. Ask God for clarity Help me see what I'm not able to see. Help me see what you need me to see so that I can heal what needs to be healed so that I may be a better servant of your will for my life. So I'll end this episode with a prayer. And I hope it helps ground you. If you're struggling with something, please know that you're not alone and we all grow through life. We just have to be honest about the struggle, radically honest with ourselves. Dear God, I pray for your guidance. I pray for your healing. I pray for your forgiveness of my sins. I pray for your divine will to lead me to help me reach my higher self so that I may experience your joy. Help me release control and egoic thoughts. Help me observe my humanity with your compassion so that I may forgive myself for my shortcomings. Help me tap into your wisdom again. Show me who I am so that I may love deeply and vulnerably. I invite you into my life. I invite you into my home and my heart. Show me the way. Amen. I hope that this episode 
lets you know that you're not alone. And I wish you a happy holiday season. And Spiritual Cardio Coaching does have two sessions coming up in January and February. So if you are looking for some guidance and collective healing with other women who want to do this work, then visit ValeriZapeta.com to sign up and register for one of the spiritual cardio sessions that's coming up. It's eight weeks long. And that's it. Have a happy holiday season. Thank you for tuning in to the Spiritual Cardio Podcast, and there will be more episodes to come in the future. Take care. Hey, thank you for showing up and spending some time with me. If you loved this episode, please make sure to subscribe. And for exclusive content, you can sign up for my newsletter at ValerieZapata.com. I'll see you guys at the next show.